1: I'm here to ask you one question and one question only. What's your point? What's your point? What's your point? What's your point? So what's your point? What's your point? What's your point?
0: Ron? What's your point, huh? Oh, what's, oh, what's your point? What's your point? What's your point? This is what's your point. What's your point? What was
1: his point? I have no idea. Dude, I don't get it. I don't get it either.
0: And now, here are your hosts. Dalvin Asorio not And Polly Brzez. Do I have everybody's attention now? On Turn on the Jets Digital. Welcome to What's Your Point? It's your weekly New York Jets debate show. It's like PTI, but edgier, and with only Jets topics. My name is Scott Mason. I will be the moderator for this affair, so let me introduce you to your combatants in the wake of the Jets' collapse in Tennessee, with the final score being 26-22 in favor of the Tennessee Titans. His first combatant is so steaming hot right now with emotions that the fire department is actually on call waiting to pounce in case he actually explodes. He's the co-host of this show and also a contributor at ESPN Utica. You can follow him on Twitter at Pauly underscore B-R-U-Z. Mr. Paulie Brzez, what's going on, Paulie?
2: Oh, man, this is, this is going to be a fun one. We kind of decided last minute to change things up uh, based on what just happened. Um, and this is... This
0: is going to be fun. I sure hope so, and I think that your opponent is going to have some fun with you this week. It's not Dalbin who is attending to Family Matters. Instead, it is the man who is the second person to be both a contestant and a judge on this show. He was a judge last week. This week, he returns as a contestant. And he knows the numbers like I know Chumba Wumba. it's true, I was president of the fan club, I Get Knocked Down and I Get Up Again is an all-time 90s classic. You can follow him on Twitter, at Michael underscore Nania. You can read his work in about 800 different places. He is, of course, the host of the Know Your Foe podcast at Turn on the Jets Digital. Mr. Michael Nania, what's going on, Michael?
3: Not too much, just uh, survived this game. I'm pretty happy for the result, actually, like most fans probably are, and uh, good to be back on
0: indeed, and let's see if the guest judge this week is happy to be on with us after this game. who knows all I could tell you about him is that he's so good at poker that five card stud is being renamed five card Craig It's true I have sources that confirmed it world renowned poker player came in second in the Caribbean main event big time deal in the poker world and it's possible that he might also be my brother Mr. Craig Mason what's going on Craig
1: hey what's up Scott what's up everybody I uh Just caught the end of the game. I can't I wasn't able to see the whole thing. I was just watching the highlights at the end and god it was seemed pretty pathetic. But I'm happy that they lost. So hopefully we get a top five pick at the end of the year.
0: Feels like far too many times in Jets history we've been doing nothing but rooting for draft position at the end of a season. As we go through the rules here on What's Your Point, how this works is we have four rounds and it's in modified presidential debate format. So you're going to hear 60 seconds of contestant one, then 60 seconds of a rebuttal, and then 60 seconds of a rebuttal of the rebuttal. Each round, Craig will judge and decide who gets the point. If at the end of four rounds we are tied, we will go to Southern Death overtime, at which point Craig will come up with his own question to ask. I won't know it. Pauly won't know it. Michael won't know it. And so they will battle it out if it gets to overtime. As far as what Craig's going to be looking for as a judge, As you know, it is the two S's and the two C's, style and substance, color and command. So it's not just about who's right, it's about who makes the point better, and quite frankly, who's funnier and does better trash talk, because that's really what we value here on What's Your Point? So, to that end, let's start with this first question. And I want to dedicate this to Joe Blewett from Turn on the Jets Digital, who actually did fly down to Tennessee. I'm sure he's at a bar right now. If you flew down to Tennessee for this game on a scale of 1 to 10, how ripped off would you feel right now? Paulie, you go first.
2: Well, first things first, I wouldn't waste money on flying to watch a Todd Bowles coached team uh, in Tennessee, in Canada, at a home game. Um, So I wouldn't make that mistake to anybody who made the trip, um, you know, Godspeed with you. I don't know why you would do it to yourself. Um, going to home games is terrible enough as it is, let alone taking yourself on the road uh, to go and watch not only this team, but a, but a Todd Bowles. Just they, this team is just completely morphed into the head coach. Um, so if you made this terrible decision to pay for room, pay for airfare, pay for game tickets, um, now you're probably paying for beers. Um, that's just such a waste of money. Uh, so it's not something I would do. Um, I would have been perfectly content as I was in the basement watching the game uh, and hoping that the Titans came back and won the game, which they did. So me personally, I wouldn't be mad at all because I wouldn't have made the mistake.
0: He's talking directly to you, Joe Blewett. You keep that in mind the next time Paulie gets pulled over for speeding. You call one of your cop friends, and you make sure that Paulie gets himself a nice fat ticket for saying that about you right now as we go (laughs) to Michael for his rebuttal.
3: As much as I agree with Pauly that watching a Todd Bowles coach team probably sucks and that this team is boring as it can be right now, I mean, Nashville is pretty fun. I was in Nashville a couple months ago. It's a unique place to be, so I think that's, that's a silver lining. But, I mean, honestly, I, I'd still be pretty mad about that. But, I mean, I, I think there's a silver lining with road trips at least. So I, I'd go with three, I guess, if, to answer your question about uh, out of ten how disappointed I'd be. So I, I guess I'd go with three.
0: Paulie, your rebuttal
3: well I, I
2: I do say this. I know a few people who have been to Nashville and say it's an absolute blast, so I wouldn't want to waste my trip there going to watch the Jets. so if I was going there, I'd rather take in the nightlife and see what Nashville's really about uh, than waste my time watching watching this team play a football
1: game.
0: You've heard from Michael, you've heard from Paulie Craig, what do you think? Who's got the better argument here?
1: I gotta give this one to Paulie to be honest because I don't think I would spend a dollar to go watch the Jets right now. they are pathetic. And I definitely wouldn't travel anywhere to go see them. So I definitely got to give this one to Paulie.
0: Keep in mind, this is from somebody who travels all over the world playing in tournaments. So if he wouldn't spend a penny to go to Nashville to see the Jets, that tells you the sad state of affairs right now. As Paulie takes a one nothing lead in the early going here as we head to question number two. And this relates directly to question number one. And again, I'm dedicating this question to Joe Blue, who I'm sure is about six beers in right now. If you had gone to Nashville for this one, how many post-game beers at a Nashville bar would you need tonight to wipe the memory of this game away for the night and be able to enjoy yourself? I plan to ask this question to Joe Blewett for real when we do X and O Quick Hits this week. But for now, I'm curious what you guys think. If you had made this trip, how many beers? Paulie?
2: I wouldn't want to erase the memory because the ending was perfect. Um, it was another, another meltdown by a Todd Bowles coach team. Uh, so they probably would be victory beers, um, maybe maybe you know you know five, six, seven, maybe i 'd buy some other for whoever else was there but like i said the the outcome uh, the outcome was a positive one i um, 've been seeing a few people on Twitter saying, "Oh, how can you root against your favorite teams to to have a loss which it still blows my mind that people don 't understand the concept of the jets winning any games the rest of the season is as the dumbest thing possible for this franchise. Right now, they're sitting in the third spot uh, behind the Raiders and the Niners, who one of the teams is definitely taking a quarterback, you'd have to think. So right now, Bosa's sitting in the Jets' lap if they don't mess anything up. So it would be more of a victory celebration that that the Titans
3: were able to come back and pull the win off.
0: That's Paulie's point. Michael, what's your point? Yeah, you know, I
3: mean, I got to go with the politically correct answer here, I guess, because technically, based on the amount of years I've been on this earth, I shouldn't be drinking uh, any... (laughs) fears, so I mean, I don't I don't want anyone to uh, hear me saying that I would be, so I'm just going to go zero, and yeah, I'm probably going to lose this round for saying that because I get it you have to drink away with this team, especially if you're in Nashville, but I got I to uh, abide by the rules here, I guess, and go zero.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, what a rebel Michael is, abiding by the <laughs> rules. Paulie, you're in a weird position here because I feel like this one is almost a given for you, so I guess try not to screw it up on your rebuttal. Uh, So,
2: I mean, you don't have a McLovin' ID or anything, Nanny? I mean, come on. (laughs) But no, uh, you know, I'm not going to mess it up, so uh, we'll roll on.
0: I am McLovin'. All right, Craig, what do you think? You going with Paulie or Michael here?
1: Oh, this one goes with Paulie again. I mean, if it was was me, I would be celebrating having some beers and some drinks and... Trying to get some hot girls in Nashville, I'll tell you that
0: much. (laughs) Not a bad strategy, (laughs) even if things had gone the way that you didn't want them to go. That's what Nashville is for, some music, some drinking, a little bit of fun. And let's see what Joe Blewett was up to, because like I said, I have a feeling right now that if I were to call his phone number, He would either not answer or he would pick up and be slurring his words. So that'll be fun to find out later this week. Third question as we get away from this one here and get into a different topic and something that you guys have alluded to a little bit. There's been a lot of talk about how if you root against your team, you're a fake fan no matter what the circumstances. What is your response to somebody who accuses you of being a fake fan for rooting against the Jets, or in this case, rooting for the Titans to come back in this game so that the Jets could preserve their draft position? Paulie, you go first.
2: Listen, I mean, th- I, I can't believe that there's people out there that absolutely you know, think that you know, you're not a real fan if you root against your team or not. I'm going to go with a quote from Jamal Adams from a couple days ago. Your opinion never matters to me. Remember that. Because it doesn't. I couldn't care less if people think I'm less of a fan because I don't want to go to games. Um, I haven't been to a a game, a home game in three years. Um, I probably won't ever again just because the stadium experience bores me. I mean, you guys have seen what my basement looks like. I don't need to leave my basement. Um, I I don't care. It's just this thing that you're not a real fan if you want your team to lose. Uh, I I just think you're – and I'm going to – be completely honest, if you think the Jets winning games in the month of December with the way this team is, is a positive thing, you're an idiot. And I don't really care. I mean, there's, there's nothing that's positive for the Jets to win games anymore. Like I said, right now they're sitting in the three spot. They can't mess that up. I mean, picking in the top three, and we've seen before where this team has been picking high won some games, and ended up picking six Last year, it had to get them to trade up to three when they could have just been sitting at three and took the quarterback that they wanted. They lost a few picks that they're not going to have this year now. So at the end of the day, you know, root how you want. Couldn't care less about that. But, man, if you don't get the concept of rooting for losses at this point just because it's
3: your team, you're clueless.
0: That's Paulie's point. Michael, what's your point?
3: Yeah, I mean, to the people who uh, try to tell other people how to root for the team, uh, I guess I'll take just the stance of independent of how good the Jets are. I mean, sports is entertainment, and it, it's just like any TV show or movie, really. You could root for one character to die, and the person you're watching it with could not want them to die. You can root for it however you want to. It, it doesn't really matter, and that's uh, your opinion, How uh, whoever you are watching the game. So if, if you disagree with someone how they're rooting for the game, then... You could just ignore them, whatever. Just, everyone is free to root for the team however they want to, and especially in this situation with the Jets, losing is definitely better for them long term. So I think it's uh, really ridiculous to actually uh, tell other people how they should be rooting for the team.
0: This is a weird one because I think you guys mostly agreed. It's just a matter of who's making the point in a more colorful way. So, Paulie, I'll give it back to you. You can decide if you want to try and spike the volleyball or do what you did last round and kneel out the clock here. Well,
2: I actually, I I miss rooting for wins. Like, I mean, how long has it been since we've actually wanted this team to win? I mean, last year was a loss. We knew it was. The year before was a loss. After the, the meltdown they had a couple years ago, uh, when they lost to get into the playoffs uh, in, in Buffalo, I just I, I would love to root for wins. I would love for this team to be nine and three or whatever the hell you know, and, and and moving forward, looking at a playoff spot. But it's just year after year, it looks like I find myself rooting for losses because where this team is, um, it sucks. It really does. But at the end of the day, I'm not, I am not. You've got to draft as high as possible when your season is lost,
0: Craig. You've heard from Michael and Paulie. I have a feeling I know where you are going to go with this one, but go ahead.
1: I got to give it to Pauly again, to be honest, because he really said exactly it the way I feel. You know what? Like, of course people are idiots. If they, if they think you shouldn't be, you know, what? at this point we have to root against the team, but also I, exa- I was going to say exactly what Polly just said at the end. Like it, it's just getting frustrating. Like this is going to be our third season in a row. What at best we're going to finish five and 11. And it's like, of course we want to be nine and three. Like who the hell wants the root for their team to lose? It's just, it's, it's really just frustrating. Like it, it almost makes you not even want to be a fan of the team anymore when they're just constantly losing and losing, and, you know, it's, it's terrible.
0: That is the story of being a Jets fan. Paulie with the clean sweep this week, by the way. So he's officially got the victory, but, Paulie, we're going to hold off on your victory celebration for a bit. The fourth topic that we were going to do, we're going to throw it out there anyway, is a little bonus because I think it's a fun topic and it plays into our guest host specialty. So we'll do that first. We'll debate that point just for fun. And then we'll come back to you for your 30 seconds to say whatever you want, as is customary for whoever wins each week. So here's the question. Because we have Craig on as the judge, and obviously Craig, a world-renowned poker player, is somebody who might know a thing or two about this. I thought this would be a fun question to ask. If you had to pick any player on the Jets right now to be a successful poker player and be able to bluff his way through a game, who would you pick? Paulie, you go first.
2: I'm actually going to let Nania go first here. Since I got the sweep,
3: I think I'll let him go, and then I'll, I'll respond.
0: Classy move, Paulie. All right, Michael, you go first.
3: Well, first of all, Paulie, I appreciate that. Uh, Best poker player on the Jets, I think I'm going to go with the obvious one here. I'm going to go with Todd Bowles, I think. Look at this guy every single week and his emotions on the sideline. They could be blowing a team out. Obviously, that never happens. Usually, they're not blowing a team out, but they could be getting blown out. The guy's the same expression on no matter what's happening. So, I'm going to go with Bowles.
0: That's Michael's point. Paulie, what's your point? Perennial
2: loser, Todd Bowles. That's not the choice I'd pick. You want to know what? I think I'm going to go with Jamal Adams uh, because you want to know what his his attitude, the way it is. He might kind of make you think that he's got one hand and and not another. uh, And seems like he'd be a little bit animated at the table uh, to maybe bluff people into some different things. Um, He's just he's that kind of character. He doesn't take too many things serious when he's off the field. Um, so I think he he would he would bait people in with with some you know some loud noises or 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 acting like he had
3: a big hand or something just to throw some people off.
0: Michael, your rebuttal? Uh, I think my
3: rebuttal would be just that. I think in terms of actual playing poker, then having a stoic expression probably would be more conductive to winning because I think Adams is an emotional guy and sometimes that could get the best of him if you were at the table. So. I think bulls is just you can expect him completely to have the same exact expression every single time. So that's why I would ride with bulls with this, but probably nothing else anywhere, especially in
0: <laughs> anywhere in life ever for any reason. You've, <laughs> you've heard from Michael. You've heard from Paulie. What do you think, Craig? This is your area of expertise.
1: Uh, well, sorry, Michael, but I got to go one more time with Paulie on this one because I would never put my money on Todd Bowles for anything. The guy's a stone cold idiot. And I definitely would not think you'd be, I agree with what you're saying against the poker face, but I just just wouldn't put my money on him for anything. So I actually was also thinking Jamal Adams just because I think, I think he seems like an intelligent guy and he's probably the leader of the Jets team right now. So if I had to pick one guy that I would put money on, even for anything, it would probably be him.
0: It's a fair point. Betting on Todd Bowles for just about anything is a risky proposition at this point. I want to expand this one for you, Craig, since this is in your wheelhouse. You judge the point based on Paulie and Michael's answers, but if you could pick anybody, who would you want?
1: can I take Chad Pennington out of retirement?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think Chad would be a great poker player just because he would say the same well-mannered thing over and over again and nobody would be able to make heads or tails. I
1: would just like to look at him at the table.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did not expect you to go down that road, but it is true. Chad Pennington, certainly a handsome gentleman and not a guy that you would be against looking at across the table from you if you were in a poker tournament. Big week for you, Pauly, four nothing. You even won the point after you had clinched the three nothing clean sweep. Michael, rough one for you, man. You got your brains beaten in this week. Okay, I guess Michael's not gonna say anything. <laughs> Pauly, as um. you know, it is customary now for the winner to get his thirty seconds to say anything he wants, so go ahead, sir.
2: Well, so first things first, this was a fun one, so there was no winner. So I appreciate Michael jumping on kind of last minute here. Um, you know, I, I know Dalvin's going to, you know, poo-poo anytime I win, because every time I win, it's when he's not on. Um, so he's got that going on me. But, uh, you know, it's it's been a rough season. Uh, we're trying to keep the content flowing for you guys uh, with the sadness of the season that it's become. Uh, so we're trying to keep it light, keep it fun, and, and keep you guys interested even with the terrible season that it's been.
0: I feel like with the Browns on the rise, the Jets are becoming the new factory of sadness.
2: Uh, it's Until they get rid of Bulls, it definitely is.
0: <laughs> all right craig thank you so much for coming on and judging this week this is kind of weird because you're not on social media you don't really have anything to plug i guess why don't you tell people where they can watch you play poker because now you're online they can watch you in these tournaments i watched you in the caribbean main event streaming live on poker Star. so what do you got coming up what's on the schedule
1: Oh, hopefully, hopefully everybody will be able to watch me soon. I'm playing, uh, I'm playing a tournament called the, uh, five diamond classic at the Bellagio. It's, uh, starting next week. It's a $10,000 buy-in. Uh, so I'll be there. I live in Vegas now, so that'll be nice and convenient for me. And then I'm actually going back to try my luck again at the Bahamas, which, like you said, I just came in second place, which is great. So uh, there's another tournament coming up there in January and then, uh, another one in LA in February and then I'll just Basically be taking it easy, you know, getting ready for the World Series of Poker this summer. So hopefully, yeah, you could, uh, hopefully make a deep run in the World Series or one of these other tournaments and, uh, you can check out the streams. But until then, I'll be on the, uh, the dating apps looking for the right girl. So that's, that's about <laughs> it for me.
0: I just think it's hilarious that. I still remember when you were a little kid and you would have nightmares and you would come into my room and sleep on my floor because you were scared. And now you're this big-time, world-renowned poker player. It just cracks me up, man. It just shows you you can never know where life is going to take you, right?
1: Hey, listen, who would have known that you would have the successful podcast? So we're both, <laughs> we're both doing all right over here.
0: Yeah, you made more money in that tournament than most people make in a lifetime. I've got a decent Jets podcast in a year where nobody cares about the Jets. I think it's just about even, (laughs) right, Paulie? (laughs) Thanks again, Craig, for jumping on and taking a few minutes out of winning poker tournaments to be with us this week. And thank you to you for listening to What's Your Point?
3: I have exercised the demons. This house is clear.